people have been asking, and it is finally here. My next live event, Work On Your Game Live, is taking place. Write these dates down. February 3rd and 4th, that's a Friday and a Saturday, here in beautiful, sunny, warm Miami, Florida, February 2023, February 3rd and 4th. At this event, we're going to help you achieve three specific things. You can write these things down too. Number one, help you raise your level of performance, because as I always say, this is a performance-based business that we are in. Number two, increase the consistency of your performance. This means you don't only perform at a high level, but you can do it over and over and over again. And number three, you're going to make more money in your business. If you are into making more money and generating more revenue in your business, we're going to do all of that. Those three things, performance, consistency, revenue, at Work On Your Game Live. Now, how we're going to do that are four specific things, the mindset that you need to show up every day and do the work, the strategy so that you have a game plan of action, the system so that you can execute the strategy consistently without fail, with very little variation from moment to moment, and the execution to go and get it done over and over and over again. Those are just details. But just keep these three things in mind that I told you at the top. Performance, consistency, income. If you are interested in any one of those three things or two of them or all three, go to workonyourgame.live. Again, workonyourgame.live. Get your ticket to the event. I am hosting. I will be teaching the entire two days. We'll give you food and snacks and coffee and donuts and all that. We have VIP dinners both nights that are optional if you would like to join. And I mean, it's Miami. Who doesn't want to be in Miami in the middle of February when it's the coldest part of the year everywhere else in the United States? Get your ticket by going to workonyourgame.live. Then text me. Let me know that you're coming. And we're going to know who everybody is, who needs to meet who. I'm going to make sure everybody gets exactly what you need out of that. You will not leave that room unless you have a full game plan moving forward of action to take your business where it needs to go. Workonyourgame.live. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out. And leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now. 305-384-6894. 305-384-6894. Straight to your phone. Free every day. Daily motivation. Send me a text right now. When numbers are involved, people pay attention. When you involve numbers, people pay attention. And again, numbers doesn't necessarily have to be money, but just when you track things. All right, we did this many, this many, this many. We're going to do this much. This is a yes or no. Straightallday.com. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative that is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself. 
to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is know your numbers. Know your numbers. Before we get to this, let me tell you a couple things. I send out a daily motivation text, at least for now, every single day to everyone who's in my text community. You want to receive this message is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. Text me at my number, 305-384-6894 right now. And the next time I send it out, you will be receiving it to your phone. Secondly, your next step in working with me directly is going into my university where I am the dean of students and I'm the top professor. That is workonyourgameuniversity.com where you get access to all of my courses. You can get into my coaching programs. And you will be getting our physical mailings that we send out every single month only to people who are members of the university. Again, that's at workingyourgameuniversity.com. Now, let's get into the topic, knowing your numbers. Now, what we're going to talk about today are really some simple principles that are going to help you professionalize the operations of everything that you do. This is not limited to business and it's also not limited to money. Now, we're not just talking about money when I say know your numbers and we're not just talking about how you run your business when we say know your numbers, even though when it comes to money, you should know your numbers. You should know know how much revenue your business is doing this month versus last month or this month versus last year in the same month. You should know those things. Those things you should know. You should know know how much it's costing you if you are doing advertising, for example, how much it costs you to acquire a customer or whatever you're doing to acquire a customer. What are the things that lead to that thing? Whatever that is, even if it's not price, if it's not a dollar amount that leads to a customer, there's a certain activity that leads to a customer, whatever that is, you should know those things. So those matter, but that's not all we're going to talk about here today. So let's get into it. Point number one, topic once again is know your numbers. What gets measured gets done. All right, simple as that. What gets measured gets done. This is why putting measurables on the things that you're doing makes them much easier to be accomplished and much easier to track as well. Because when you're measuring them, then you know, okay, I was supposed to do 10, I only did eight. Uh, You know that you're too short. You know you need to fix that, close that gap by doing something. And it's also easier to track things. So if you know that you did eight last week and you want to do more this week, well, you know, well, last week was eight. This week, that means I got to do at least nine. Again, I'm just using these as just basic examples here. So just so you understand the point, when you are tracking the numbers of what you're doing, you're measuring rather what you're doing, then you know what has led to what? You know, these inputs led to these outputs because this is what I did. For example, most of you listen to the show, you know, I like to run. I like to run like the 10K distance, which is six and a quarter miles. I run about that distance three times every single week. And because I measure things, I know what leads to what. So I know if I'm running a little bit, if I'm running slower than I want to be running, then there's something that's happening. Like right now, for example, as of this recording, hopefully this is not the case by the time you hear it. As I record these a month or three in advance, but by the time you hear it, this shouldn't be the case. But right now I have a sore hamstring. So the sore hamstring is affecting my ability to run as fast as I want to run. So I know that's part of it, but I know the biggest factor when it comes to me hitting the pace that I want to hit when I run is if I'm getting consistent sleep over the like at least two or three days before the day that I run. So if I run on a Friday, then if I got good sleep Wednesday night and Thursday night, then Friday I will run pretty well. If I only got good sleep on Thursday night, but Wednesdays was shit or not enough, then I might not hit my right pace. But I know that because I measure it. Now, how do I know that? Because I use an app to track how much sleep I'm getting. It tracks the quality of my sleep. It tells me if I woke up in the middle of my sleep or if there was noises happening while I was sleeping, or it tells me what the quality of my sleep is. So I know when I get quality sleep two or three days in a row, 
that next day when I run, I know I'm going to be hitting my normal numbers as long as I don't have any physical ailments that are bothering me. But that's one form of measuring what I'm doing. For example, when I record this show, I know that every week when I record episodes of the show, being that there are seven days in a week, I try to record at least eight episodes every week. Usually I record more than that, but I want to record eight episodes every week so that I can build up a uh, in excess of episodes. I, when I know that I have an excess, I have an, well, not an overage, but a, uh, this word that's escaping me right now. But when I have an excess of episodes, that means if I decide that I want to take a week off and not record, then I can do it because I built up the excess. I got, I might have 30 days in advance. I might have 60 or 90 days in advance of episodes. So if I want to go on vacation, if God forbid I get sick or I lose my voice or something like that, or there's some emergency where I'm not going to be around and I can't record the way that I normally do, it's okay because I've already bought myself time because I'm measuring how much I'm recording. I'm not just recording, just deciding to do it. And for those of you who don't know, this is probably an open secret. I don't get on here and record one episode every day. I record several episodes every time I turn the mic on. And because my material is evergreen, it doesn't really matter when I record it. Almost any episode of the show, you can listen to it any time and it's still relevant and new because the material is not based on current events for the most part. It's not an immediate current event, let's put it that way. So that's why putting measurables in place and having everything is measurable. It's just a matter of you doing the measuring. That's what makes it easier to track things and makes it easier for you to get more things done. So if we're talking about measurables in the form of dollar amounts or amounts of achievement of you're tracking your time, that's another thing that should be tracked. If you're tracking your money, you definitely should be tracking your time because time is more valuable than money. You can run out of money and make more. You run out of time, there's no left. Tracking some number of things that gets done or just a simple yes or no. You could track, yes, I did this. No, I didn't do that. That's something that should be tracked. Did I do this? How much of it did I do? All of these things, the more things that you track, the better you'll be able to understand what inputs lead to what outputs and what outputs are a result of what inputs. Tim Ferriss, who I've mentioned on the show before, wrote the four hour series of books. He's a guy who has always been a really diligent tracker of the things that he does. I don't know how much he does it now, but I'm pretty sure he probably still does. But when he was writing his books, he would always talk about how he would track this. He would track these things for his body or track the way he was learning something or track what was going on in his business. And he tracked so many things that he could start to draw lines between, okay, when I did this and this, I got this outcome. But when I did that and that, I got this outcome. And because of that, he was able to build his empire basically on the fact that he tracked so many things. And then he was able to articulate and explain it to people. That's where his books came from. And the reason we all know his name is because of those books. It, it was because of his ability or his desire, rather not ability, but his desire to track things and then his ability to explain what he was tracking. Basketball players, for example, I did not do this when I was a player, but I knew a lot of people who did. They would track their shooting. So a basketball player goes to the gym to practice by themselves and they would track how many shots they shot from each spot on the floor, how many they made, how many they missed. They would write this down. They have it all written down. So they would have log books of years and years of here's all the workouts that I did. Here's what I did this day. You could ask them, go back 10 years. They could tell you exactly what workout they did that day, how many shots they shot at each spot, et cetera, et cetera. I knew one of my guys, Jay Jameson, he was the guy who always tracked a lot of his stuff. Now, one thing I did track when I played, especially once in my pro years from, let's say from 05 on, I would track how many videos I recorded when I went into the gym to work on my game. Because many of you probably know, and if you don't, I'll tell you, I used to put a bunch of basketball training videos on YouTube. And the way that I was able to put so many out is because I had a process for recording. And every day when I went to the gym, I would write down how many videos did I record in this particular workout? So I could look on my phone right now. I could look on the tracking app on my phone and go back 10 years. Let's see, it's 2000. You'll listen to this 2023. Yeah, I can go back 10 years and tell you exactly how many videos I recorded. I don't know if I even still have it in my app. I might have deleted that one, but I'll have to look. 
But if I was to look, I could tell you how many drills I recorded that particular day at this particular time, et cetera, et cetera. Let me see if I can go back and see if I still have it. So let's see. I'm looking at what I have here. Okay, this was, I'm trying to see if I have the vids on here. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, here it is. Workouts. All right. So I don't know what day you all going to listen to this, but I'm recording this. I'll just pick a random day. By the time you all hear this, it will be, it'll probably be late January, 2023. May not be the specific date, but that's fine. Let's see. I'm going to move forward. So I'm going to go back to January, 2023. And I'm going to tell you exactly what I did in my workout on this particular day in 2013. I'm going to go, go back 10 years. So January, 2013. All right, so we'll choose. I'm going to pick a random date. We'll pick January 29th, 2000. Why do they keep sending me? They keep sending me to the wrong year. All right, so I'm going to go to January 2013. Whatever reason, they keep sending me to 2014. All right, let's do this one more time. All right, they still send me January 2014. All right, so now I have to learn how to navigate this app so I can actually tell y'all what I did. So anyway, let's use January 2014 so we don't take too much time on this. On Wednesday, January 29th, 2014, I have it written here that I recorded 20 videos. On January 28th, which is a Tuesday, I recorded 20 more. On Monday, the 27th, I recorded 20 more. On the 24th, the previous Friday, I did 21. Before that, 20. Before that, 20. Before that, 20. So at this point in 2014, I was pretty much just setting myself a goal of knocking out 20 videos every single day. But there was a period where I was recording even more than that. Now on January 29th, let me tell you what I said about my workout this particular day. The same day where I recorded 20 videos, I gave myself three stars out of five. Three stars out of five for my workout that day. So my energy was not great. I probably ate some shitty food the day before. Probably didn't sleep too well that night. I noted that some guy who said he was going to come to the gym didn't show up that day. I wrote also that I had a new camera coming in. So I bought a new camera and I did some one dribble jump shots that day. And then I did a full cardio workout at LA Fitness after I did this workout. So I would do basketball and go straight to the gym, the fitness gym, after the basketball gym. And I would do a full cardiovascular workout right after that. The whole point is, these are the things that I used to track when I was playing basketball. And to this day, I still track things. I know how many episodes of this show I record every week. I know exactly what I'm doing in each particular area. So the more you track things, the better you'll know what's happening. And you can always look back and figure out what led to what. Everybody got that? Okay. So putting a measurable on things, again, anywhere from a yes or no, or to a very complex tracking system, which anyone can create. This is not a talent, everybody. This is an ability. As long as you can read, write, and count, you can track anything. Okay. So this is not a skill. It's not even a skill, honestly. It's a decision. It's a discipline is what it is. And now your ability to explain what you track, now that's a skill, but just tracking it itself is a choice. Putting a measurable on things makes them objective, trackable, and easy for anyone involved to know what's getting done and how much of it is being done. All right, this is another good reason why tracking matters, because maybe other people need to know what's going on. Maybe you want other people to understand what's happening. So if you track it, then it's not all in your head. So having things tracked makes them easy for other people to understand and not just things in your head that only you understand. This gives you the opportunity to possibly delegate, explain things, pass things off to other people, teach other people your processes and systems. There's a big hint right there. Those of you entrepreneurs and professionals, you want other people to know what you know. You got to be able to explain what you do. And if it has anything that has to do with numbers or anything that is being tracked, you have to be able to explain how to track things so other people can do the same thing. Remember that people don't do what you expect. They do what you inspect. So if you want people working for you, you need things tracked so that you can gauge their work, not just based off of what they say, but what they can show you. 
This is a key principle of management, not having something that is being measured and making sure that everyone knows that something's being measured. They know this being measured. So everybody's on the same page. Now, management is not just about being in control of other people. It's about how you keep yourself accountable and focused as well. It's not just them. It's also you. So come up with measurable metrics for your work. And that can be your homework here today. You want to get some homework from this episode. Come up with some measurable metrics for the things that you are doing consistently so that your own efforts are being tracked, organized and such that they stay consistent. And by the way, anything you hear on this show that is a good point or anything that gives you a light bulb moment or you get a good idea or you take action on it, send me a text message at 305-384-6894. Let me know what are some good stuff, good things you're getting from listening to the show. Because if you're just listening, I can see the numbers of who's listening, but I don't know what you are doing with this material. So you got to let me know, text me and tell me what you're doing with the material getting on the show that is useful for me. So I know what is resonating, what's hitting nail on the head for all of you. So I know to do more things in that direction. But if you don't tell me then I don't know, there's a tracking tip for you right there. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is know your numbers. Number two, when numbers are involved, people pay attention. When you involve numbers, people pay attention. And again, numbers doesn't necessarily have to be money, but just when you track things, all right, we did this many, this many, this many, we're going to do this much. This is a yes or no. When things are being tracked, you get people's attention because everybody, again, as long as somebody can count and that people understand English, all right, this gets them to pay attention because it's an objective measurement and people can't bullshit you about an objective measurement. This is why people who invest in themselves accomplish more because they get the numbers involved. The numbers like money, that's one way to, of a number. Weight is a number. Now, if you're tracking your weight, if you want to lose weight or gain weight, if you track it, you got a better chance of actually achieving it. Inches. If you're trying to lose weight, you just want to go off the shape of your body rather than your actual weight. Number of sales calls that you're making, number of appointments that you book. All of those things make people pay attention. Good thing about numbers is that everybody can see them. Everybody can agree. Hey, this is a seven and that's a six. Again, as long as we agree on what numbers are and nobody can lie to themselves about what's happening. Unlike with, on the other hand, if you're going off of feelings, energies, and intangibles that cause people to bullshit themselves and bullshit others, those can be bullshitted about. Can't bullshit about numbers because they're black and white and they're right there on the page. No one can claim ignorance when you're using clear black and white measurements. That's why this is important. This is why if you watch the TV show Shark Tank, what do the sharks always ask the contestant? They always ask them about their numbers. As soon as the person shark comes in to the shark or the, the contestant comes into the shark tank, and the contestant gets you know, a minute or two to give the general overall gist of their business. Then the sharks, uh, as long as none of them says they're out immediately, the sharks are asking questions about the numbers. All right, well, how much does it cost you to acquire a customer? How much have you made in sales so far? How many of these do you sell every month? Where are you selling them at? They start asking about things that are measurable and objective. And this is how they start to make their decisions. And you should take note of that because it works. It's a good process. They always ask their contestants about these things because everybody can understand numbers, even if it's their first time ever hearing about the business. And let the TV show tell it that these people in 10 minutes are making $600,000 and million dollar decisions. It doesn't really go like that. It's edited for TV. I've read and heard, and I know people who've been on Shark Tank, that sometimes those interrogations that you see on TV can go hours. They don't just last five minutes long enough for a TV, for a segment of a TV show. But these people are making big decisions in a relatively short period of time because they already know what information they need in order to make a decision. See, that's the part that you need to get. And part of that information they need is the numbers. We can all get on the same page relatively quickly when we are all agreeing to the objective measurements that we're measuring things by. That's why you got to know what these are. Point number three, today's topic, once again, is know your numbers. Number three, what do you measure in your business and in your life? This is a question. In your business and life, what are you measuring? 
I track all kinds of things. I mean, I use an app on my phone called, and I don't even know what this app is called. This app is called, what is this app called? It's called the Daily Tracker app. So you look on the, I believe they have it on Android. I, I'm an iPhone user. So if you go to the app store and look up Daily Tracker, the icon of the app was like two footprints from somebody's boots. I use the Daily Tracker app. I've been using this app for a long time. I just showed you. I just went back 10 years and showed you. I still have this stuff tracked. I track my cardio. I track media appearances. I tracked how much time I spend doing my yoga and foam rolling and stretching every day. I track my meditation. I track new ideas. I track the water that I take in. I write daily notes as far as what's happening every day. So I could go back a year ago today and tell you what was happening a year ago today. Let's see if we can do that. See if we can find it. Today is, okay, I'm going to go back a year and let's see what was happening this time last year. It is 2000. So I'm recording this at the end of December. So I'm going to go back to 2021. Let's see. Last year, I had pretty good sleep. Slept eight hours and 19 minutes the night before. That's pretty good. I ordered some new adapters for my GoPro camera. Uh, let's see what else did I do. I talked to a couple people I was going to do some business with. I sent an email to someone who I was in the middle of a business dispute with. <laughs> I dropped off some packages at UPS. Uh, what else did I do? I ordered some ordered some sneakers. I ordered a pair of Jordans last year on this exact date. Sent some emails for media appearances that I wanted to reach out to. What else happened? And there were some media appearances material that I didn't get to. I put that in my notes as well. So all of that happened on this day last year. I'm telling you that to impress upon you that I track things a lot. And the more things that get tracked, the more things get done. So stuff that you measure is the stuff that you are going to be the most consistent with, the stuff that you will do the best at, and the stuff where you are producing the highest return on investment. How can I be so sure to say those things? Because when you're tracking things, your brain is paying more attention to it. You get your subconscious mind involved, which controls 85% of your thinking. So anything you want to get better at, start measuring them. All right, start measuring what you're doing in those areas. Anything you want to be better at, you need to be measuring. I guarantee you is an area of your life in which you are struggling and you've been struggling for a while. I guarantee you're not tracking it. You're not tracking what you're doing. You're just going off of how you feel and what you're seeing, but you couldn't give me a clear picture of why the situation is what it is other than your feelings in the moment. When you put metrics on things and come up with measurable processes and set standards that based on measurements, things will start to improve. You want to get in better shape, start measuring what you're doing with your workouts. You want to make more money, start measuring how you're using your money and how you're making your money. If you want to finally start your podcast or write your book or launch your website, start measuring what you're doing, the process of what you're doing. Anything you want to get better at, measure. Some people will use the phrase benchmarks. Benchmarks are just points that you need to hit along the way as you're getting to the goal. These are common terms that you hear in business and in management. Why? Because they work. That's why they become so common. Many people just do things based off of feel and how they just randomness and without benchmarks, they can't measure things. And thus, you don't know what you're actually getting done or not getting done because there's nothing to be measured. You need to fix this. This needs to be an emergency situation for any of you who is not tracking something that you want to be good at. You need to fix this ASAP. That said, recapping today's class, which is knowing your numbers and what you should have gotten through this masterclass is that knowing your numbers is not just about business. It's all of life. Number one, what gets measured gets done. All right, this is why putting measurables on things makes them easier to track because you can see what is happening. Remember that people, including yourself, do not do what you expect. You do what you inspect. Now, you need to look at things. You need to be inspecting. And you, when you track things, you can inspect them. 
All right. So get some measurable metrics in your life. That's your homework here today so that you can start tracking your areas of improvement and the areas where you want to remain successful. Number two, when numbers are involved, you get people to pay attention. Why? Because it's black and white. Nobody can bullshit about it. All right, this is why Shark Tank always asks the contestants about their numbers and they make six and seven figure decisions within a relatively short period of time about a business. Why? And again, this all is sensationalized for TV. They take more time than that. But the point is, they know what they need to look for when they're sizing up a business because they know what numbers they want. Why? Because they track that stuff. The sharks, that's how they're able to make decisions that quickly. And number three, what are you measuring your business and in your life? If you are not measuring things in your business and life, then that should be a flashing sign to you telling you why you're getting the results that you're getting. If you want to get better results, you got to start tracking things. Whatever you track, you will get better results at. Guaranteed, I promise you. You hear terms like benchmarks and measurements in business all the time because they work. All right. That's why so many people use them. If you are doing things just off of feel, emotion and randomness, that's the exact reason why it's not working. Fix this ASAP. And so two things for you to do now. Text me right now at 305-384-6894. Tell me the best insight, best idea, best light bulb thing you got from this episode. Make sure you tell me the number of the episode and then tell me the best thing you got from it. Text me at my number. And then secondly, go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Do you want to be coached by me? There's an option for that there. If you want to get access to all of my courses, we have that there. Either one, you're going to be getting my two physical mailings that I send out every single month, my Bulletproof Bulletin and my Masterclass Black Book, which is a new one that by the time you all hear this, the first wave of that issue has gone out to people who are already members of the university. Any of you who join, you'll be getting those every single month moving forward. Again, workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.